The goss is totally hot and spooky. Honey, and made of spray on fabric. Fabrica and Philly, we've got full agenda today. Hocus Pocus 2, Death Drop 2, Back in the Habit, and Drag the Musical. Plus some political chats explained to us from our amazing listeners. Conjecture and speculation about Drag Race UK and Philippines and lots of letters in the cave. Yes, listen, a design challenge is only four hours. I mean, uh, the the looks of, you know, our, we, we, we do our two-minute drag, so we understand quick drag. But the judges are reading fiercely, honey. Yes, and I'm ready for some gauze. I just can't wait to dive right in. Well, put your floaties on. The water's murky, and I don't want you getting lost. Let's go. M. Oh. M. Mom! We are back for yet another steaming, steaming, piping, piping, scalding, scalding, serving of very hot, hot gas. This That's is our weekly goss. chat show where we talk about events in our lines, our lives, gossip and politics, politics, and take a deep dive into the DMs. <laughs> And we wake up way too fucking early for any fucking person. I mean, Big Dipper's on the West Coast. It's currently 6.30 in the morning. Uh, Katie, like Kirk time for you. You guys suggested it. Well, yeah. I thought for sure Will was going to do the recording instead of you because he's on the East Coast. So it's it, it's 9.30 here. Time so to it's make a little donut. less crazy. Well, that that means if you went to bed before whatever time. But, honey, I've been burning the midnight oil at both ends. <laughs> A dragonfly? Really? From both ends? Both ends. I didn't know you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you can. <laughs> this is the moment where we get into some hot, hot gas. It is now October, for whatever that means to you. If you're Delta work, it means the Christmas tree is up, the Halloween costumes are on, and the bowl of candy is out. Honey, have you watched Solstice? The uh, Solstice parties, Gorgiles, witches, and, and, and witch books. I haven't seen Hocus Pocus two yet, but I'm gonna go. And see it at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh, when? Uh... On the 7th, um, Adam Shankman, director, producer, invited all the girls, made sure all the dolls were coming out. And it's at the uh, Hollywood Forever. It's going to be super duper. And I'm doing, doing a little theater show, so I can't. Well, Maybe I'll send the understudy on that night. Yeah, do it. Could you imagine? By the way, Jackie Cox is officially my understudy. I don't know if that's proprietary information, but whatever. That's why you tune into Hot Goss to get the the truth. But I'm like, sorry, Jackie. I got COVID literally right at the beginning of the run. Nothing's taken me out. I'll do it on crutches. I, like, I don't care if I lose a limb. I mean, we we almost lost a limb yesterday. 
we went back into the Thunderdome of game shows. I don't. I think that is proprietary information that we're not allowed to speak on. I mean, we definitely can't talk about details. Well, we went and filmed a thing. It's <laughs> not Drag Race. <laughs> Period. So stop speculating. <laughs> so close Speculose? your mouth yes. and stop drooling his mind. Speculos, yes. Yeah, speculate, no. If you're looking for drama, you've come to the right place, because I'll give it to you here. If you're looking for trouble, it's on the floor. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I watched um, Hocus Pocus 2. I thought it was really sweet and cute and um, just a very fun, you know, a very fun Halloween picture. The drag queens are involved. We've got the girls going. Cornbread, Kimora, Ginger, Minge. Yes. Giving the Sandersones. Oh, they're going to work the rest of their life during Halloween. Honey, well... I saw that Tina Burner is doing a, a Hocus Pocus tour as well. Oh, yeah, with Scarlet Envy. Is she in it too? Scarlet's the... Scarlet's Mary or Sarah, the blonde one. Work. Um, I, have, I have a problem, though. Center part wigs are not flattering. And the blonde lady character is supposed to be in a center part wig. And I keep seeing all of these girls doing Mary Sanderson or Sarah Sanderson. In side part wigs. Sarah Jessica Sanderson. Uh-huh. Well, of course, because they want to be prettier. Well, the accuracy is lacking. Call silhouette. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honey, get you that know silhouette, silhouette does, unit. She does not leave the house without a brush. <laughs> Honey, no, she can't. No, oh, her eight-foot-tall boyfriend <laughs> brushes her hair for her, I'm sure. Her modeling male pageant boyfriend. <laughs> Yes. Now, there's other movies in theaters right now. Did you happen to catch Bros, Billy Eichner's flick? I haven't, but I would like to. Me too. Guy Branham wrote some uh, wrote a really great uh, think piece in, on Twitter <laughs> about it in, in nine comments or so, talking about how, like, usually when there's, like, a vehicle for a star like that, uh, what's his name? Judd Apatow oh. does, when he takes a TV star... He surrounds them by celebrities and famous people. And then everybody comes to see the movie because you want to see a celebrity. But in this movie, they surrounded it by other actual gay people and trans people. Yeah. The community. And the turnout was not what Billy expected. And he gave some statements saying like that he was um, saddened by the, the, the non-support of heterosexual people at the box office. But I thought that that was clearly sarcasm. But apparently, he was saddened by it. Well, I mean, uh, first of all, I mean... How, what did he expect to... was happening? Right. I mean, it's a gay movie, and I feel like it was done in a in a legitimately queer way that I really appreciate. But, like, everyone is saying... The headline is, of course, It didn't do good at the box office. Oh, it didn't. It only made several million dollars. Oh, that's bad. Mmm, <laughs> you're a flop. What? Bitch, go out and make five million dollars. Bitch, yes, work. That's a fucking queer... Like, we don't... We're not the majority of the country. We're and ten, so... We're, yeah. 
Why that would straight 50%. people be going out in droves to to see the gay movie? The same reason that gay people go out in droves to see the J-Lo movie. Because it's a good movie. Because we want to dress up like her, dear. <laughs> Obviously. I'm sorry, but straight men don't, don't, aren't interested in watching guys make out. I, I don't and, think they are. I don't think they have an impetus. Unless you want to put on a wig and suck it. That's different. Is the movie about that? <laughs> I, I failed to see the sucking, but it cost twenty two dollars to make. Okay, well, they made four point eight million dollars in the first weekend, and you know what? Maybe they'll what? make it back. Well, also, gay people are also a, que- a a a difficult audience, I think, because we're like mm, fickle faggots. You don't <laughs> you don't actually represent us. Um, mm. Fuck you, guys. Well, Fuck I, you. You were mean to me once in an elevator. I'm not. I'm never gonna see. Shut you up. I hate you. Never gonna see. It you. What a, did that happen to you? I didn't even. I wasn't we, even. We talked about it on hot goss <laughs> literally last week. We're also. We hate being marketed to. We literally hate it, and we're like, "Fuck you. You don't. You don't know my journey. My journey is special. <laughs> no one knows it. No one knows it. My fucking journey is amethyst." <laughs> Amethyst, quartz, <laughs> citrine, power of the gems, start to cleanse. The, um, <laughs> I have a feeling the queers and the and the gays and the this and the that. I think that maybe we're just taking our time because I'm going to go see it. I just I'm didn't busy. go opening weekend. I'm busy. Baby, I'm, I'm busy. Um, I really wanted to see it. I'm going to see it. I love T. S. Madison. Um, so they will get my $10 that goes toward that $22 million ticket price. Yeah. And I hope they well, fucking paid T.S. Madison a good amount of money if it costs $22 million to make. I hope a large percentage of that went to T.S. Madison. <laughs> honey, I hope they were paying by the inch, honey. Because <laughs> I got a new wheel. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I'm very excited. Um, also very excited to see Drag the Musical, and there are some tickets left, maybe, yes, no? I don't know, I don't think so. I think at this no, point no it's like... No tickets left. So I won't, <laughs> I mean, you I can won't try. see you there. If you're listening, I will not see you there. You can try, but you're con- you're you're confirmed to come. Yeah, but I'm going to keep my sh- eyes shut, so I won't see you there. Oh, okay. Eyes wide <laughs> shut. Y'all, I'm... I can. I feel like a newborn mole. I can't open my eyes. They're sealed shut with Aveline and eyeliner. Did you go to Le Bain? Uh-huh. Le Bain. Did you get in and swim? Maybe that's why you can't open your eyes. The crusted shut. I did not get in that pool. As soon as I got to the club, I was like, is there water here? And they're like, yeah, why? There's a pool. I was like, you can smell it. It's an indoor pool, and it it faces the problems of any space with an indoor pool. It smells like a fucking chlorine mildew mold scenario. That part, like the uh, <laughs> like the shower dancers at the uh, at the old strip at La Raid. That oh, uh, remember the trash can water at MJ's? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, God, they circulated the water in and out of this one trash can that was only supposed to be used for the water. 
But honey, Why? <laughs> they use that can for a lot of stuff. Oh my god! Wait, speaking okay. of strip clubs, Willem, you said you went to a strip club in Atlanta. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was I did. it swinging? <laughs> it was swinging when it wasn't a turnstile. Oh, okay. <laughs> was that just, was that florid enough? Uh, um, full of florid. <laughs> You're full of florid flora florid fauna. Language. Florid <laughs> um, language. Um, I fucked a stripper oh fully. Oh, wow. It was great. Ooh. What privilege. No money exchange hands once, once we got to the room. Well, it wasn't in your hands. <laughs> <laughs> it was a la carte. Um, it was great. I love Atlanta. Atlanta has come through once again for me. I think I did a show at a place called Zatarans or something. Or Zatarans. Or it was. It was. So, it, it felt. It felt very like. Busted. Oh, is this? You know when you get to a place and you're like, this ain't a gay bar, huh? This ain't a gay venue. And they're like, no, straight people. We do parties here. It was so fun. I think they're doing fat slut there tonight. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was. It was great. Except the dressing room was really bright, so I had to go outside most of the time. And do laps, but it was such a fun party. Um, I don't know. I was there raising money for a political campaign. They even had a car sponsor, and they said, "Do you want to go take a picture with the car?" I'm like, "Oh, me and my three tits and my light up vagina." I'm sure Ford Focus would be loving to have that. <laughs> me smeared all over the hood, <laughs> but don't it was such a it. fun part. <laughs> don't crawl on it; you'll break it. Honey, it was a a great party. And um, yeah, just in time to to go over to the UK again and to be in freezing rain. Well, we're in New York right now and the rain is freezing. Uh, it, it is unrelenting. I would like to talk about a little rainbow spot lead. Um, okay. This is called Treat Me, parentheses, like a toilet by Mel Forever. Treat me. Why don't we <laughs> toilet? <laughs> Why don't we go ahead and take a listen to this hit right now?
This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days and it's important to stand out. Good web design will engage your audience. You know it's true. Right, and the business needs a website to feel real. And that's why Squarespace is so important. The good people at Drag Queen of the Year use it with great success. It's true, we did. We said we need a website and we need it fast. And guess what? Squarespace is fast and it looks really good. You don't have to know code or anything. Yeah, Squarespace has Fluid Engine, a next generation website design system. It's never been easier. Start with a best in class website template and customize every design detail with reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. Plus, you can easily sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. And the analytics are detailed and very helpful. Learn where your site visits are coming from and analyze which channels are most effective. You can even build a marketing strategy based on your top keywords or most popular products and content. They've got it all. So check out squarespace.com slash drag for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code DRAG Drag. to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash DRAG. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello. Back in the habit with segment two. <laughs> uh, you are back in the you're, habit. You're going to the West Coast to do some theater. I'm going to the West End to do some theater. Wow. We're really stomping the boards, honey. You used to be a West End and a West End girl. Now I'm a West End woman, honey. It's yes, been a year. you are. That's exciting. I can't so, wait to see the sequel. You're in it with uh, a bevy of beauties, I see. Uh, uh, we got River Deep, River Medway, Victoria uh-huh. Scone, uh, Cheryl Hole, Louis yeah. Cipher. It's going to be a great show. Get your tickets at deathdropplay.com. I also um, love this poster where your heads are just pasted onto these nuns. Oh, no. These nuns bodies. I was in the room. I don't think you were in that room. <laughs> Listen, I'm a nun. I prayed on it. The, well, they at least didn't try to make it look realistic. Like the heads are like bobblehead size, and they've clearly taken your booking photo and chopped it out and put it on top of. I don't know what you're talking about. And put it on top of like a Leg Avenue model wearing like a sexy nun outfit. Don't give no, me no. That's a sugar time. model. That is a sugar model. Oh, sugarmodels.com. Uh, 
We want to thank everyone for tuning into the Good Hot Honey campaign Hot honey fundraiser telethon virtual oh, experience. It was great to support our iconic sister. Um, all these hoes are fake who don't answer their fucking phones. Um, and but, the, the Rue Girl sisterhood is not a sisterhood uh, for the most part. Um, and I would like to call... I. And some like of to. these cunts can suck a bag of hot nickels, and you probably don't even know who you are because you don't listen to this podcast. You don't answer the phone when I call. So literally eat a bag of fucking salty fucking cocks. Fuck you. So you, you will know who they are because I will recap. First of all, I would like to <laughs> I would like to say that some of the girls called back those House of Avalon honeys, Simone. Left me a voice message and all. What can I Iconic. do to help? Iconic all this behavior. Stuff. Iconic. That's be- that's winter behavior. Yeah. That gives that gives me hot heat winter, hot winter heat. Not a bag of hot nickels for her. No. no. G G G G had every intention of calling me back. I'm sure <laughs> she didn't, but her heart her heart is pure, and we love her mother. Um, who else? Uh, Eureka. She did phone me back. She got I you did. with that she, voicemail. She got me, but she also got me. And I said, okay, we need to give some money to Honey. She said, oh, yeah, I got you, bitch. We're HBO, Honey. <laughs> um, who else? Okay, good. Well, no one there called were several, me back. So maybe there were sev- Maybe I'm the problem. I'm the problem. Several many sisters were calling me back. Um, maybe because I, have, I still have that underdog status. Or you're just an untouchable winner. Okay. Um, <laughs> taste the biscuit. What is this? Biscuit. This is. Did you know about this? Have you heard this song? Jesus um, is a biscuit. Any somebody said they posted on TikTok. I don't know. I don't know anyone else is seeing Chrome Biscuit Vacation Body, even though it's my entire FYP. I don't know what FYP means. FIP. Is it even trending, or are the same five thousand people getting shown every single video created? What's the biscuit mean? I don't know what this means. <laughs> we don't need to talk about it then. We're not TikTokers. <laughs> We're near 40. I'm a star on TikTok. I have crested oh. 100,000 followers. Oh. That's right. Applause. Applause. Thunderous applause. Bitch. That's recital applause. I want stadium. <laughs> this is a big deal for me because I was very... um. I was very resistant to doing it. And then I was like, you know what? I want to like participate. And it's actually very, it's a very fun, it's a very fun interactive app. Um, that's very low stakes and actually kind of like dumb and stupid and fun. But I know I haven't seen the Bisquick lady. This Take that song. trash to be real. Taste the biscuit. Taste the goodness of the biscuit. What is this? <laughs> Taste the honey sauce. Taste the goodness of the biscuit with the honey sauce. I'd like to. They're in a store. (laughs) I like that honey sauce on me. Is this the hot honey campaign hour? (laughs) (laughs) She's singing about like food. One of my favorite things is a Whataburger, Whataburger, hot honey, spicy biscuit, chicken biscuit. Hot honey, good pussy, hot, hot honey pussy power this, hour. This makes me want to get out of bed and taste the biscuit. 
Jesus. But it's raining. And then uh, it's raining them. It got turned into, for whatever reason, the filter is a lady, a chrome lady, with <laughs> walking on a beach. Walking on a with beach. Lisa Rinna's hat. Taste the biscuit. <laughs> Taste the goodness <laughs> of the biscuit. And you can put your face on Taste that honey, biscuit. on that chrome lady. See. So this is what people do on TikTok. This <laughs> yeah. is what they do. It's this dumb is why and stupid I'm not on TikTok. Uh, it's dumb and stupid and fun. Uh, Baby, you could do the same thing on bareback real time. <laughs> and taste the you biscuit. On B- you can taste the biscuit on BBRT, baby. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, this is strange. Also strange. Have you ever had a? Have you ever been sprayed have you on ever stage? Taste the biscuit. Sprayed a dress. No, this dress spraying on stage. I don't understand why it's fashion, other than the fleeting novelty of it. Um, and like this, this carved girl that they put up there, like this carved beauty who couldn't have been a model 10 years ago until they carved her like a jack-o'-lantern. Are you talking about Bella Hadid's facial work? Is that what you're saying? (laughs) Deeply, deeply. She got a nose job when she was 14. And then another one. Honey, who hasn't? They yanked her eyelids back to her shoulder blades and said, honey, you're a fox. And no. uh, and then they said, uh, can you get your sister to come to all your gigs with you? We really like her. Okay. Well, that's what, it, that's what it's the giving. The dress is cool. I can't oh, really figure out. Oh, your sister's not available? Can we spray paint you? I can't really figure out how um, this is done. Was there like a clear filament that absorbed the paint or like i do they wash it off her skin with a makeup wipe at the top after because don't it know up looking really cool if you don't know what we're talking about we'll put it on our um fyp page for race chaser instagram they sprayed bella hadid with a bunch of white gook which made kind of a, a scoochie dress um mm. And then she walked around on a runway in it. I don't know if this is clean beauty. I don't know if there were butanes in in the spray. But this is um She was probably high as fuck from the fumes, honey. I I'd appreciate that. I just I don't understand why why anybody cares about this. Well, because it's cool. It's a spray on fabric called Fabrican. And it looked like she's just being spray painted, but the the dress started to form as they layered it on, which is like a novelty. And this is like a new innovation in fashion and fabric. And I think it was done in a really cool way. And like we're talking about, it, I saw this like image and, and this like video was everywhere. So they did a good job of getting attention uh, for their fashion work. Yeah, I just fail to see the fashion. Oh. I do see innovation, but not on anyone I want to see it on. I don't see you spraying models in nature. Baby, you don't know my life. You forgot who you are, Tammy. You forgot who you are. Watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Um, Why don't we go ahead and take a break, and we'll watch our mouths when we come back. Watch my south mouth with a fried green tomato mirror. Okay. 
We are back, and this is a segment we like to call Let's Get Political. Let's Get Political. 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 Jesus, I want to get political. Taste I want right to honey. taste the biscuit okay. now okay. with a honey sauce. Oh, yeah. Um, this first oh, letter comes yeah. from. Oh, this first letter comes from Iran. It says, oh, hi, Dolls and Dip. Since you're providing us with nothing but the purest of pure journalism in this podcast, I sense the responsibility to provide you and your listeners with a little bit of intel concerning women's rights and civil rights movements in Iran. I am sure by now you must have heard about the Iranian girl with the name Masa Amini, who has been murdered by the Iranian government morality police. Morality police is a division of Iranian police who on a daily basis would go to the streets of Iran and arrest girls and women who might not have followed their tired-ass dress code. I know, crazy, right? One of the standards for the dress code is that women should not show their hair in public. Make no mistake that they are enforcing a religious dress code which is not even enforceable according to the religion itself. The government is using force and guns to make people do what they want the last 48 hours. So at this point, Iranian women. Oh, 48 years. That's worse. So at this point, Iranian women are so fed up, they've started to get out and claim their long stolen basic rights by protesting in the street. Mm -hmm. As a gay man myself, I can attest to the fact that Iranian women have always been the LGBTQ plus community guardian angels in an extremely homophobic society. And I feel extremely responsible to spread their condition to the world. But. The authorities are blocking the internet, shooting and arresting people and torturing them. But mama, this is garbage. Now the world knows they are garbage. Let's hope this movement leads to a freer Iran where women can be them beautiful selves without worrying that their beauty is too much to handle for some ugly men. By the way, attached is a photo of my junk. Kisses and squeezes from an Iranian listener, B. Oh, hell yeah. Oh my gosh. The cum gutters? The, the six pack? Uh-huh. The perky tits, mm-hmm. the smattering of chest hair, uh-huh. the lovely thumb work. Look at how the thumb just dangles. The thumb is dangling. I saw the thumb and it was dangling, as well as the uh, the member, member is also dangling. Honey, I want to take a membership because I ship this member. The body Behind is the beautiful. Paywall. Now, I uh, I mean it's it's a very it's a very inspiring moment that the people of Iran are standing up and saying enough is enough because this has been going on for a very long time. And I think that it's, uh, it's a tradition that is fucked up and, but it's one of those things that has, it's been like, Oh, this is how it's always been. So it hasn't in the seventies, women were free to do whatever they wanted in Iran. Oh, so it started it 48 like years ago down. when that, I guess, like the empire fell. Like all these Iranians in LA, because LA is a big Iranian population or, or Iranian, however you say it. But they were, um, the like the Shah fell or something. And that's when a lot of powerful people left Iran. My, and I have a, a handyman who, who told me about it. It's a way of controlling yeah. people, uh, yes. and it starts with controlling women. And so it's very inspiring to see people are organizing and getting together and fighting back against this. It's also really scary because there's violence. There's people being arrested and then people being killed, like Masa Amini. Um, but just know that 
Iran and women, we support you. And I'm glad that um, I'm glad that you wrote this um, letter to us with a dick picture attached to help spread awareness and keep the sort of keep this in the the consciousness. Yeah, I I mean I'd say in my head, oh, it's like Handmaid's Tale, but this isn't. This isn't a TV show. This is real, and people are dying. Yeah, and it sucks. Um, I don't understand why people use books and fables to dictate laws. Or mama, to try to. Mama, this is garbage, mama. Crazy. Um, we have another yeah. political letter from a listener. This comes from Connor. Are drag shows in public illegal? A state rep in Tennessee is alleging so. The city of Jackson, Tennessee is preparing to host their third annual Pride Festival, which will include a drag show this year for the first time. Cue the public outcry. Jackson is a small conservative town in the heart of the Bible Belt, and many community members have openly expressed their disgust of the situation while pressuring local officials to cancel the show. State Rep Chris Todd says the show is illegal, claiming cabarets are not allowed to be held in public city parks in the state. Local media has turned all their attention to the situation with the show scheduled for October 8th. And whether or not it will go on is still up in the air. A closed-door meeting is expected to be held soon to determine its fate. And the show's host went head-to-head with our state rep, arguing the case on behalf of the LGBTQ plus community in an interview with the town's TV station. Just wanted to bring your attention to the controversy brewing in small-town Murica. If anyone was wondering if discrimination still exists, rest assured, in western Tennessee, we have it in abundance. Also attaching some of my cock shots for science. Thank you all for all you do, Race Chaser Pod, from Connor. Okay. We've got a pair of Andrew Christians haphazardly pulled down to reveal a a a, a peeping out member, turgid, uh, a turgid member shooting straight towards the sky toward a bevy of uh, dark chest hair. Don't these nipples look a little too red, like Nomi's nipple covers and Showgirls? <laughs> Why you mad though? I'm not. I'm actually not so unmad because. I zoomed in on the other picture, and I just want to tell everybody, if you live in Tennessee and you know someone named Connor, fuck him. Because the dick is right, the body's good, you, you see a little bit of his bottom lip in this, and he's smirking. And the, the, the smirk is, yeah, I know it's big. That's what, it, And it's beautiful, and the muscles are there, them shoulders, and match them slim hips. Um, and the sink is clean. It didn't look like he trimmed his pubes over the counter and then just tried to wash them down the sink like some straight guys that you end up having to put your mouth on. Um, Connor, thank you for writing in. I hope the people of Tennessee persevere. Um, and I hope they have some hot honey on the biscuits because Connor's bringing it in hot. Well, I mean, it, it seems like it's going to have to become a thing where we get it written into law that... I don't know. There's an exception for um, for pride events because I mean, it's wild to think that. I mean, because what is drag? I mean, is it a, is it a, the same as a cabaret performance? It's it's we're we're lip syncing to other people's music generally. So I don't know. Like, what is drag? So I guess this 
could be part of a larger conversation as to like what it actually is. First of all, can we talk about how these drag queens get creative with spelling? We have Genesis Sinclair, J I N E S Y S S I N C L A I R E. She would like to buy all the vowels. She's beat. Oh, uh, honey. I mean, she she doesn't compare to the beauty of Danica DeVoe. She's sad. Wait, I want to zoom in. Angel FX, Aubrey Ombre. Sugar Bella, Walls. Sugar Walls. Hosted by Miss Bella Duball. Imogene Azengrabber. <laughs> you better work, ladies. Yes. These girls deserve a stage. Angel and- FX. Mm-hmm. Are you Coco. feeling the effects of this angel, honey? Coco Flores. You will be. She said, it's pride. I'm putting on these glasses, mama. Aubrey Ombre. That's, that's weird. Mm-hmm. It's like Aubrey O'Day. Oh, yeah. I love it. But different. Well, Connor, if we could do anything to help, including um, orally, um, oh anally, oh. we'll do what we can. Um, yeah, we'll be, we need to take we'll, a break. we'll be keeping an eye on that. Um, so thank you so much. And yeah, we'll be right back. And Connor, if you need to reach out to follow up about that dick, oh let me know. <laughs> Did someone poke your belly? <laughs> There are whipper willems in this cave. Oh, honey. Uh, and I need I need I need to put some I need to put some uh new seed in the feeder. <laughs> and this, this is the moment where the gods expect us to go Spelunking. Deep inside the DMs. Yes. This this message comes from Savannah. Starring starring Jamie Lunar and Alyssa Milano. Um, my sister Savannah. Hello from Savannah. Hi, Willem, Alaska, and Big Dipper. Longtime listener, first time writer. I have a question along with an answer. So, during last week's episode of Hot Goss, y'all asked if anyone listens to Race Chaser without listening to the episode, and I do. I've never seen an episode of Drag Race Down Under. <laughs> oh, wow. I do watch the regular American and all-star seasons because mainly listen because I find the podcast relaxing and entertaining. I mainly listen while I'm at work, and it helps the time pass. Now, I have a question. I'm a lesbian woman, and I'm in college. I went to my first gay bar to go to one of my friend's drag shows. One of my friend's friend's drag shows. Was it show. a cabaret, though? <laughs> it was a great life show. Life is a cabaret, but- so is life illegal? Only time will tell. I want to go to Jocelyn's cabaret. Um... I, it was a great show, but I felt very out of place there. I kept feeling like people were looking at me and that I was out of place there. <laughs> I go to a big school in Florida with a very small, non-existent gay population. I definitely look straight, and I get a lot of confusion when I tell people I'm gay. Think sorority girl goes to frat parties and bars. So my question is, how do I shake the feeling of not belonging in queer spaces since I feel like it's mostly the way I look? I really want to see Alaska and Tampa in October, and I don't want to go if I'm going to feel deeply uncomfortable or that I'm being looked at funny. I do not have a penis to attach to this email, but I will attach a picture for reference of what I look like high at a frat party. 
or, or it's a frat darty, a day party. Thank you guys for all that you do. Savannah. The picture didn't come. Well, good. I don't give a fuck. No dicks. It's fine. Now, the picture That's didn't exactly go through Savannah. the problem, though. See, you just, like, discriminated against a woman in a queer space. No, I didn't. You did No, I didn't. We can okay, first of all, like... this lady. No, you can leave it because I'm not. I'm not scared of what I did. This lady feels like people are looking at her in a gay bar. She's not giving an example of actual discrimination. She's saying, "Oh, people think they're looking at me because they think I'm straight." I go to gay bars with women all the time, and I see people be like, "Oh, straight girls," and I've seen it. I know Ray Latrey. Everyone thinks she's a straight girl. Shut at meet and greets. I've seen girls automatically assume that people are straight, and the woman will be like, I'm a lesbian. What are you talking about? So, I make sure not to call people who might be of size pregnant. I make sure not to call women in gay bars straight automatically. Like, I try to be careful with that. Out of their purse, though, (laughs) of course, (laughs) but only if it's a Michael Kors person, I can tell that they're straight. You have to look at the purse of the individual before you decide if they are straight or gay in a gay space. You're being and then you're you being funny and you're you're making a joke. No, I'm not. You can't you can't profile people. I think is the point of what you're saying. You you can't make assumptions about people. And clearly Savannah feels like assumptions are being made about her. Um But she's given us no example. Well, just because the attachment didn't come through, it's okay. I want to see her high at a darty, but you know what? It's okay. Um now is a darty considered a cabaret though? <laughs> uh, I want to know. I I would like you to um come come Ooh, to Tampa. I want to know by Joe Savannah. I would like you to come to the show because I want you to know that my uh my audiences are typically a very festive and fierce cross section of people, and uh, so I and I I don't. Uh, oh. I don't wait. Is that Savannah? Yeah, I found it. Savannah could very easily be a lesbian. Her roots haven't been done in at least four months. She looks, she looks like she's having a great time. She, she looks like she the woman behind. She looks like the woman behind the camera may have um, her gaze is is lustful. <laughs> yeah, the clouds are cumulus. Savannah, you better come to the Tampa show. I, Savannah, I, you look I, great. You you look really fun, and I think you'll have a great time. And I I like to foster a community where everyone is welcome and everyone feels fierce and fun. And I like Foster Freeze. Oh. Look at this photo. There's like wet. It's great. Wet tights, trash on the ground. There's tarp in the background. This is a frat party. It looks is like it an Alaska show. Is it- <laughs> Um, I always always have straight people at my shows in Tampa because my parents usually go to that show. Southern Nights is a great club. It's very welcoming. I fucked a Brazilian last time I left. I love that place. Right off the street. Grabbed him. Um, Now, this message comes from Tony. Dearest A.W. and B.D., I'm going to keep this short and sweet like your initials. Not sure if you've seen Drag Race UK yet, but I noticed something odd that Rue mentions in the first episode. During her spiel of announcing what the crowned queen will receive, she takes a moment to say, 
in 10 weeks, one of you will be crowned winner or something to that effect. So it's the first time she's ever given an exact time frame for the competition. Do you think this is a direct response retaliation to Willem's filmed in a week comments about last season? Curious to hear your thoughts, ladies, and closed her. Photos of my self-described boyfriend dick. It may not be prodigious, but it gets the job done and is always there when you need it. Love you, ladies. Tony. Hell yeah. I see these balls, too. Boy I think it balls. is prodigious. It does look prodigious. I think he's being humble with a hard B. Um, I love it. Tony, I'd like to inspect this piece further just um, to make sure that it uh, that the listening is... Uh, is uh, Qualified, quantified, rectified. It'll be rectified. Can I just tell you that you look exactly like the character that you played in the Wow song? Yeah. Oh no, I you had look like parted hair in that video. No, you My look hair is like parted on the side right now. You look like your guitar character in Red. That's it. Oh yeah, that's okay. the video. Great. I love your. I, I like love your wave. album. I love your album Red. But I do love Tony's dick more. And this one photo, this this one photo has the sun casting in from a window, gently resting, glinting off of the. This penis is so beautiful and tan, no tan lines, and the vein, the deep vein thrombosis that I'd like to feel from inside my sugar walls when Tony puts his sugar walls is performing at Pride. I know in Tennessee. I'm so excited. Um. This this member is my sugar walls. Do you think she ever performs that song, or she's like, no, I'm I'm doing Rihanna. What are you talking I don't, about? I don't know. I can't get up there today, but Tony sure can. Tony, this is beautiful. It's a thing of beauty. The feet uh, are clean, clean feet, clean ki- bed, clean ki- sheets. Kiss the flame. Clean dick. <laughs> this. <laughs> This, I didn't notice that RuPaul said this on UK, um, but I, I don't think watched. it's a, res- I don't think it's a response to us in any way, because I think she's just saying, this is how many episodes there are, which I, I think uh, people need that in order to plan their lives, because there's 40 franchises of Drag Race happening at the same time. You have to know how long you're in for. Yeah. Um, I don't and, think she gives a fuck about us. She's not checking for either of us right now. And it's and not by saying 10 weeks, she's saying 10 episodes. And it doesn't, they don't take a week per episode. That much I do know. I think, so they shoot somewhere between one week. Or is that just me? <laughs> and 10 weeks. <laughs> uh-huh. Unless she goes home on episode two and then comes back three weeks later, season three. I'm interested in this next message. Me too. I'll read it for you. Hello, precious Alaska Nicole, Willem Deluxe, and Brigadig Ding Dipper Ding. Longtime listener, first time tea spiller. I bring you tea from one of the Drag Race Philippines viewing parties here in the Philippines, hosted by local podcasters at Beckham and Pod. In the Shop Shop Ladies Ball episode, Eva LaQueen and Marina Summers said they had only four hours to design their looks and they were not allowed to bring their outfits back to the hotel. What? They shot this in 2021 where lockdowns and restrictions of varying intensity were still a thing in the Philippines regulated by the COVID-19 IATF, which is the Interagency Task Force for COVID-19. Attached is a video of Eva LaQueen talking about it on stage during the viewing party. Love that y'all are covering the Philippines dolls. I got so excited to see you recovering Drag Race Philippines and I look forward to hearing what you have to say about the remaining girls. So Eva LaQueen is doing her best. Um, Marina uh, is doing her best. Uh, Adore Delano. 
in these boots and a t-shirt doing a Q&A at this clig, at this club gig, which is a clig. Um, girl, I've got some little clig to go to. Right, Can we watch the, the oh, video? Maybe, maybe they're wearing their merch, which is smart. We were filming at a bar, so we were filming during the IED protocol, so we are not allowed to stay too late. I think that the challenge is, like Marina said, was a four-hour challenge. Four hours. Four hours. We're not allowed to bring anything back to the hotel. So whatever we do there, which is whatever happens there, you know me on. We're not allowed to bring things. So that, so round of applause to the creativity. I'm kind of not surprised because at some point she Four had to look at the software and go, this is so ugly, but it's too right, late to start over. There's no time. For the first time, they sort of said, this is a one-day challenge, which is like, that's that's unusual uh, for drag. I mean, for Drag Race, you're usually given the day of and then sometime the next day. So four-hour challenge. I mean, that is un unreal to uh, for a design challenge is pretty intense uh that's really fast and kudos to the girls for making it work because i know that covid strict uh, covid restrictions don't make it any fucking easier and drag race is already really difficult so amen to the girls um uh, also marina summers and i are dating i i didn't see her in the video i saw her, someone raised her hand and i think that might have been her so um, that's my girlfriend. Um, anyway, uh, things are getting really serious. I could recognize her hand, you know? Mm-hmm. I knew it was her. Um, well, I'd like to give her a hand because I'm sure by the time that she realized she was running out of time, she didn't realize how ugly her outfit was. Because it was trash. She literally says when she gets back in the room, you? let me take this trash off. How dare you? That's Eva. Those evil queen. Is that the one talking? No, yes, that, evil. Yeah, that but Alaska's talking talk. about Marina. Oh no, I'm not talking about her boyfriend. <laughs> Thank you. No worries. You fucking not. You I won't. Fucking not. I respect your fake relationship. Thank you. Um, um and your privacy. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank from Jesse. Dearest Alinda, Willem, and Dippin' Dots, first time listener, long time caller, who just wanted to tell you how elated <laughs> I was to hear the topic of the Share Deep Cut Shopping from our Critically Tolerated album, Prisoner, come up on the pod today while discussing the runway on Tolerated. I always smile whenever y'all throw out a shareism on the pod, and today was no exception. As a born this gay, a natural love for shares in my blood. And, but over the last couple of years, I've spent a lot of time deep diving and spelunking into Cher's entire body of work, vast discography, and all the careers' highs and lows. And now my love and adoration for the icon knows no bounds. Prisoner, Prisoner was an especially interesting album. As Cher constantly stated how she wanted a rock and roll sound, but tried to ride the success of her previous hit disco album, Take Me Home, which resulted in a new wavy pop rock sound you hear on Prisoner. Despite only being moderately successful, it remains groundbreaking as the single Hell on Wheels was promoted by 
not only Cher's first official music video, but one of the first modern music videos ever made, ushering in the MTV era, as well as one of the earliest to feature drag queens. Can you say legendaric? No dick pics as I'm writing this at work, and sorry for being so long, but I'm a music nerd, and I really feel the kids need to recognize the inspiration Cher had on so many. Without her, uh, none of our faves would be here. Talented, brilliant, incredible, amazing, show-stopping, you know the rest. Thank you for blessing our ears every week. Love to you all. Jesse from Seattle. I would need to, maybe we should have a listening party on Mom Plus with Cher's album, Prisoner. Yeah. And we, and we can pretend to know all the words to every song and try to sing along. What is I'm, the weird album? Hold on, I'm going to look up her discography. I'm unfamiliar right with this. Like, I know... I know, obviously. You know the picture, though. You know the image of Cher the one with on the prisoner. the metal the metal horns flying out of her hair, and she's in like a Bob Mackie fairy costume. That's Take Me Home. Oh, that That's one. That's where love. she's like, and like Nicki Minaj kind of did something similar. With Everybody's sort of like been influenced by Cher. Janet, Tiana Dragon Taylor, Gold. Um, Prisoner Miley is a Cyrus. little different. Like everybody's Britney does Britney. Literally has exact choreography lifted from. Oh, that's Janet, not Cher. Never mind. I was talking about the wrong diva, but I do like Cher a lot. Cher is standing oh. like in front of a curtain in a smoky room, and she's like chained up, and she's like, "Hi, I'm a sexy prisoner." She looks like she's in the same column Ooh, room that wait. she's in for the Take Me Home picture. What's though. that white crystal wig, though? The white crystal. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking about. That's I love the crystal, the crystal Bob Mackey. <laughs> Is that Prisoner too? I think this is Prisoner era. I thought you were talking about the Take it Me is. Home cover, it is which I think you're you're no. also thinking. Oh, of. will you bring that? Oh, up? can we go back? How does she have her '90s face in this 1979 with that? Wow, that looks like Trish Cyrus. That is Trish Cyrus done via Photoshop oh, in '79. I love this outfit, but Trish Cyrus. What, I think you were also referring to this thing. I was. Which is Take yes. Me Home. So she she's like, well, Take Me Home was really cool and successful, so I'm going to do something similar. But then she did I Paralyze, which is a fucking weird album, bitch. Like, some, like somebody somewhere was taken. That was 1982. There were some quaaludes. I Paralyze is very strange musically, visually. This looks like an Alaska album cover waiting to happen. <laughs> Just a You're sunglass. You're going to this. A sunglass and a smirk. This is all Silkwood era. Yeah, the music is very strange. It, what is the hit on this? I don't know. I'm not sure. What's the single? I mean, the when title the love is, is gone. I Paralyze. When, when the, the love, love is, is gone. gone. I feel like I know that one. I don't know. I I think I think it was a rough spot. Like drag you, it was, really was a rough spot. <laughs> um, and then she didn't put out an album until 1987. So she she went and did some fucking films. I think at that point. Uh huh. Um, I love Cher. We could do an entire podcast just about Cher. I'm obsessed with her. Cher and Cher alike. Never the same. Yeah. Um. And. And we want to thank you for sharing in this episode of Hot Goss. Thank you. And a special shout out to our mom, Blues, 
subscribers who are listening to this episode ad-free behind the good pussy paywall. A special hello to Abe C. Abe C. And Benjamin A. Benjamin A. Thanks for listening, guys. We know you're listening. We know you're behind the pussy paywall and we thank you. And you can follow us on Instagram at Willem, at the only Alaska 5000, at Race Chaser Pod, out Mom Bob, 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 Stay safe out there, everyone, and be vigilant as to what is happening around you. Get the monkeypox vaccine if you're at risk and have access to it. It doesn't even hurt. And we'll be back next week with another steaming. Steaming. Piping. Scalding. Scalding. Serving all the hot. M. Oh. M. Mom. To listen to Race Chaser ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Race Chaser is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Alaskan Willem. And produced by Big Dipper. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is by Alaska Thunderfuck 5000. <laughs>